Welcome to Training Unleashed, the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Now, here's your host, Evan Hackle. Hello, everyone, to a really exciting edition of Training Unleashed. Uh, we're going to talk about something new and really kind of cool, uh, particularly in the world of COVID. And I'm pretty excited to talk about it because my favorite ski area, Sunday River in Maine, is the one that came up with this really cool idea. Uh, before we get too far, I want to thank my friends at C-Suite TV and C-Suite Radio that really helped make this show possible. So with us is Amanda Gallant. She's head of Director of Human Resources, and she heads up training for the ski area. And Amanda, why don't we, before we get into the big idea, you have a very seasonal business. So give people kind of an idea of how much you flux and and change and, and the challenges the ski area has. Perfect. Thank you, Evan, for having me. Um, so we go from about 400 team members in the summertime to over 1,500 in the winter. And we have a lot of different challenges when it comes to recruiting that many people, to onboarding that many people, and then to tr get them fully trained and ready to roll at the resort. So some of the things that we have to think about when we're doing that is it's not that we get all 1500 people at the resort at one place and one time so we can just get them all through training it's kind of determining how to how to fit it into everybody's schedules how to classify people as rehires versus new hires and who needs you know step one versus kind of starting after having some sort of a foundation at the resort so we definitely have a lot of different challenges that we um, have to work through and then Kind of on top of that is the the challenge of the variety of different positions that we have at the resort. So out of, out of curiosity of the extra, let's say, 11, 1,200 people you bring on board, how many have done the job or worked for the ski area before, and how many are like completely new? It varies by department, but we probably have um, an overall retention rate of about 60 to 70 percent across the resort. So a lot of people are returning, which we're really fortunate with that. Um, but it's definitely, uh, we get a lot of students, so they're doing, you know, they're going to school so they can only work one or two days a week, or we have um, retired folks who this is just a fun gig to get a ski pass to. So we have, it's a really strange, um, wide variety of, of audience that we have. So it's kind of, it's, it's good, it, it's, it makes it us really unique. Um, and kind of brings a different diversity to the workforce that we have. Yeah, but if you think about it, you're bringing on four to 500 totally green people every yep. year. And it's not like you have six months to do it. You have a very short window of time to bring them on board, which is yes. amazing. Yes. So because I love the ski area and I've skied there like almost a thousand days, I mean, I've skied there a lot. I know something about the ski area and I know a lot of people that have been through your company's training and everyone raves about the orientation at Sunday River. And they, they, it's not just because it's about the job, but it's a cultural training too. It absolutely talk a little bit about that. Yes, absolutely. So our orientation up until this year is super fun. We have this big blowout every October, typically where we get, four to 500 people that come back to the resort. It's, it's typically rehires and um, very few new hires that come to this big orientation, but it is anywhere from you know 30 minutes to an hour. And we talk about the resort updates, new things that we, capital projects that we've done over the summer. And it's like our like 
welcome back homecoming party. Um, so this year with COVID, it's been a challenge because we still want to have that fun and exciting atmosphere and, and community building um, piece of it, but we really can't get a, a group of four to 500 people in one room at the same time. So uh, what we decided to do, and I actually, our um, CEO of Boyne, Stephen Kircher, sent an email to us promoting what one of the, um, a large retailer was doing in their parking lots to get more people just to, to be outside and do things. And it was a drive-in movie theater. And it was in this um, retailer's parking lot. And so we were kind of looking at it and, and he was proposing it with the idea of, can we do this with guests? You know, is there something, a fun activity that we can do with our guests? And um, one of our team members on the senior team, our, our GM at the Summit Hotel said, why don't we do that for orientation? So we started thinking, you know, brainstorming, researching, figuring out what we would need to be able to pull this off. And we decided to do a drive-in theater style uh, orientation. So I've seen a picture, um, but you really created like a drive-in theater, right? I mean, you have a big it, projector. We did, uh, yeah. Um, how many people would you have do it at one time? So we had the projector that we got was a 30 foot screen. Um, we ordered it on Amazon, researched it on Amazon, but you know, just got some, basically um, anybody that wants to do this would be able to go on and find the, the tools and resources to do it. Um, but we had, our biggest night was just under 90 people there. <laughs> so we had, we had, we did it five nights and would park just, stagger the cars in. We had the senior team all there every single night. So they were greeting people. We ordered specialty popcorn. So we had different variety of popcorn that we were giving to each person that was driving in. Um, and then we would park them all. Uh, we had the um, an FM transmitter, which was something. So like you actually got the feel that you were at a drive-in instead of just having the like speakers there. And then we would uh, do a quick intro play about a 30 minute video. And then at the end, we would do a text in Q and A session. So that way, if there, we wanted people to still be able to have that conversation piece and talk through any questions or concerns or clarification that they needed. And so we still had that dialogue going, which I thought that's probably the most important thing that I think in training is, is having that dialogue and being able to ask questions. So I wanted to make so did sure you that just use regular texting to a number or do you use a special piece of software? I used just, uh, I can't remember the app that I used, but it was just a free app that you can, cause I, I, I didn't want to give out somebody's cell phone number and sure. just, you know, sending that out. So we just got a free app on, on somebody's phone and you could text it in and all of, there were quite a few questions that were coming in. So we didn't, we weren't able to get to all of them, but afterwards I tried to go back and respond to every single text message that came in. So that way they, it didn't feel like they, that we just skipped over their questions. So, so we tried to do that. That's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. that's, that's very cool. So you, do you have this screen? Like, are you going to use it midwinter? Are you going to have any, you know, is this something you're going to, would you do this not? Absolutely. With a, with a pandemic going on? And I've told everybody we're not going back. We're going to do this moving forward. Um, 
probably try to do it a little bit earlier in the year. We did it in um, November. So we'd probably try to move it more towards October, September, October timeframe. But we are planning on using it for other drive-in movie style, uh, just presentations. Uh, I definitely think it's, it's an exciting event. It's something different. So I, I think we're gonna do it at least for one more year um, just because it, it was really successful and it was, it was just a fun, fun opportunity to get people together without, with still being able to socially distance and, and kind of keep that in mind. Yeah, and it's something people are gonna remember. Yeah, uh, which exactly. Is, would be cool. And I mean, I can sit there and think of, wow, I mean, in a ski area, this, and we're really off topic here, but in the summer, you can play movies and do a drive-in movie theater at the, theater, at the, ski, at the ski area. It's funny, we, we used to, our, the GM at the Summit Hotel has this thing called the dive-in. And so every now and then on big vacation weeks, he would set up a projector and he would play movies for anybody that was swimming in the pool so they could have a movie going on in the background. So maybe we will repurpose that for, for the dive-in, but. Cool. Yeah. So let's talk about other ways training has changed for you this year. So by the way, I just want to acknowledge you for just really an innovative and cool idea. And when I, I, when I, when I saw the, the uh, when I saw the article in the picture, I said, I got to have you as a guest because this is, this is a really cool idea. And I think a lot of our listeners maybe can think of similar things that they can do. Maybe it's not orientation. Maybe it's just like a big announcement or a new, new initiative or something of that nature uh, where they, they need to communicate to a lot of people. But what other, what other things have you come up against and what are the other kinds of things that you're doing uh, to, uh, to adapt to the COVID world? It's definitely been a learning process and we've, we've realized that we've had to use a lot of different platforms to be able to communicate with our team members. Um, it's not, typically we have these big refresher weekends for patrol where we would have, you know, a hundred plus team members come, they would do, um, on snow training, they would do, uh, their safe sport with working with children and working with minors and, and all these different types of trainings in one big weekend. And so now what we're doing is we've moved a lot of our training to an online platform. So we have an online learning management system where we're able to present it in movie uh, format, PowerPoint format, and also create tests and quizzes. So we are assigning those by department but also are adding in weekly calls and meetings and going over and reviewing the material. Because I talked about this earlier, but having that conversational dialogue and, and communicating and, and going back and forth and asking questions, I think is really important, especially in any type of training um, material, just because there can be, everybody can interpret things differently. And sure. we want to make sure that we're all on the same page for standards and, and safety reasons and things like that. So we definitely have, have discovered that we need to use a variety of different training options, not just play a video and hope that people understand it. Yes, I think uh, I think uh, train and hope is not a good method. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so so exactly. Uh, it's uh, particularly because, I mean, a ski area, it's about protecting lives. Yep. Um, you know, even innocent jobs like uh, loading lifts, you know, can be very dangerous if not done right. Yes. Ski patrol, etc. Need to improve your business results? Tortle's Rapid Curriculum Design Workshop might be just what you need. 
We partner with your business experts to identify knowledge gaps, determine training needs, and design a curriculum to help you achieve your business goals. We engage directly with the employees who have the most information to provide. The outcome of our rapid curriculum design workshop, a detailed blueprint with curriculum goals and strategies on how to implement the curriculum. I know I did not prepare you for this question, and I did not think about this question, but I, I, I think it would be interesting here just to talk about how many actually different businesses you are in, right? Yes. Because everyone here is sitting, listening and thinking, okay, we got our company, we do this, we're in the training business. But why don't you share, Amanda, how many actual different businesses Sunday River really is in besides just skiing? I love that you say that because when I, whenever I go to job fairs or um, any sort of recruiting events, we're essentially a small city. People have no idea all of the things that go into running. We have four lodging properties with hotel maintenance, housekeeping, front desk, food and beverage outlets across the resort. We have a vehicle maintenance department. We have lift maintenance. We have snowmaking. We have an IT department. We have HR, accounting, group sales and service. Um, and it, we basically, you know, I, I compare us to a little city because we have every function that you could possibly need. We, we have, you have several other businesses you've missed. I, yes, we, I'm sure I have missed, we have so you many are, different. You are, you are in the retail business. You have retail stores. Yes, you are in the exactly. ski, You're in the ski rental business. We have Stowe Sports School. We you, have, are the, you are in the marriage business. Yes, we you, are. You marry tons of people. Yep. You, you're in the banquet business. Yep. Um, and you're right about the services, but people probably have no idea how many miles you plow. Yes. Right? It, it's that's it's so funny. We have an entire department dedicated to road maintenance. Yeah. And then you're in the busing business. We are. We have a whole <laughs> busing system. We do. We um, do. Yeah. No, it's it's an it's one of the things I find fascinating about Skiri is is how many different businesses that they are in. Yet they have dead times. They have summertime. It's busy, not the same. Yep. But you know, I, I like to refer to mud season, May. Yes. And, and you've got the you know late October, November, early November. You know, there's basically nothing going on. <laughs> And you have to hire staff, train for all of these different roles. You know, it's challenging. I just, I, you know, commend you for, for you know, all, all you're doing and, and uh, the, the expertise you have. And, and now for all our listeners, you should feel like your job's easy <laughs> because, because you don't have as many things on your plate. It's, it's one thing, it's really funny that you say that because we do, it's, and it's such a condensed time period to get people trained and ready to go before the winter season. So it's definitely, it's fun though. It's the number of people that you get to meet throughout the season that coming, that are coming from so many different backgrounds. It just, it's, it's super fun and exciting and it keeps, it keeps the challenge um, just, just exciting. It's, it's a positive challenge. Yeah. And one thing I, I want to commend you and the scary on, when I was a skier there, I was on your advisory council. And yep. Sunday River has an advisory council of people to, you know, basically run new ideas, get feedback, get input. Um, you know, I think it's very, very well-managed business. Uh, so it's, it's, a, um, it's, a, 
You're also booking hotel rooms too. You're also in that business too. Uh, yeah, it, it, we have an entire call center reservations team. And the probably my favorite thing about working here though, as you say, it's it's really well managed is just the the amazing group of people that, that work at the resort. They're super passionate about the ski industry, super passionate about their team members and, and passionate about having a positive culture. So yeah. it's definitely, you and can your, tell. Your skiers, are passionate too. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it's really cool to go back, you know, go there when you, when you ski there as many seasons as I have, it, it's, it's like hometown week. Can yeah. we just spend a little bit of time talking about volunteers? Yes. Yeah. Um, because a, a lot of businesses don't necessarily utilize them, but you use a lot of, and you mentioned this a little bit earlier in exchange for a pass. Um, how do you train volunteers and you know, how do you find volunteers? Are they like great because they're so enthusiastic? Are they hard? What tell us? Tell us about working with and training volunteers. So we're lucky. The primary departments that we use volunteers or, or hire volunteers in is um, uh, ski patrol, and yeah. a lot of the patrollers that come on board are already working in a medical field, so they have a lot of the background, like the fundamental. Um, background, medical background. So a lot of them have um, worked in, we have, you know, hospitals or um, work in medical offices. And then training them is more about integrating into the culture with the way that we operate at the resort versus the actual medical piece. Yeah. All of our patrollers also have to go through certain um it's like wilderness first aid and those types of certifications and have those um, outdoor training classes and certifications before they can work in our patrol team. So we have, there's an added level of um, training that, that kind of goes into the volunteer patrol program. Um, we do have very few volunteers in our um, competitions division as well. Yeah. They're more gate judges and um, outside help for when we have uh, competitions at the resort. And it is there, there we, we do require them to go through the training that we require all of our team members to go to because we want to make sure everybody's, you know, on the same page, taking safety as a, the, you know, the, the number one priority. That's, that's probably our biggest reason why we make sure that everybody goes through the same consistent training. So we're all on the same page with that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting because I'm sitting back here and thinking one of the good things about your orientation is you reorient everyone, no matter how many years they've been with you. Yes. And I, and I think that's good. And they, you, you use a technique to get people excited to go because their free season pass doesn't come available to them until after they completed orientation. Exactly. Uh, exactly. You know, it's there has very, to be the little carrot there, you know? Yeah, it's, it's very rare. I know so much about the place that my guests weren't, although we've never met, <laughs> but, uh, but it, it, it's fun. Um, I'm not sure if you're doing it now or not, but I do know that you guys used to bring in a lot of people from overseas to work. Could you talk a little bit about that and how that works? So we do have J1 students that come from a lot of uh, countries throughout the, the world. This season, we are not utilizing J1 students. They're, they're typically university students that are going to college, um, but we are not uh, offering that this year just with the pandemic and all of the things that are going on. But typically we have anywhere from 
30 to 90, depending on the season. And they, you know, we have team housing available that they'll stay in. The training for those students is a, an additional level of training because of the language barrier sometimes. So we do make sure that when we are training, we not only have everything in English, but we also have a lot of it translated, especially if it's safety related into Spanish, typically Spanish. Um, and we have a translator on site available to answer questions that they have if it's not, if the translation isn't directly um, corresponding to what they're, what they're thinking. So we wanna make sure that we're, if we're putting them in the roles at the resort, that they are comfortable and that they have their questions answered before they are in that situation. So, um, but, but it's really fun. We get, you know, students from all over the world that are working with our, you know, team members who may not have left the, you know, the state of Maine, and they get to learn new cultures, and they they have them over, and they cook different meals, and they get to experience things that they may not have otherwise been able to experience. So there's a ton of value in it, not just for having a, a larger workforce, but having you know the experiences that some of our team members get from that. Well, it, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. You still pay them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And the, and the pay isn't really any different than what you're paying somebody else. Nope, it's the it's the same rates of pay as as any other uh, team member that's working at the resort. So I mean, it's really I think an amazing, great way to allow people to experience our country. Uh, I've known a lot of them over the years. In fact, one of them is actually lives in Boston and is a very close personal friend of mine that came yeah. through that that came through that program. Yeah. Um, and they not only spend time working, but when they're done, they tour and see the United States too. So it's, you know, really great cultural program. And I, I think it's great this year and this area does it. We love it. It's, it's, it's definitely something that we will continue to do once the pandemic is, is under control and we have a better plan in place, but there's so much value to, to have that program at the resort and we yeah. definitely want to continue. Cool. We actually, our, uh, one of our web developers is that's now at a corporate level. Um, she came to Sunday River years ago from Argentina and she is now stayed and she, she's continued her career at Sunday River. So, you know, what's actually kind of cool about Sunday River is how many people have started their ski careers in Sunday River and now are working at ski areas all over the country. Yes. It's probably a testament to how good you guys are at training. And, 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 thing, and things of that nature um, that, you know, you're, you're developing talent in, in, the, in the ski industry. Um, and one of the things that we promote at Boyne, so our parent company, Boyne Resorts, we promote uh, basically um, whenever there's job opportunities at one of our sister resorts, we want to make sure that we're giving our team members the priority or, you know, let them know about it so they get the opportunity. Um, we want to make sure it's an exchange program. So, if there's a job opportunity at Big Sky that the team members at Sunday River know about it. And it's not necessarily just for full-time full year-round positions, it's any position. Because um, we want to try and have different experiences for our team members, whether they are going to Michigan to work at one of the golf courses or to New Hampshire to, to work at Loon. So there's a lot of different um, positions that we try to promote from within and, and and have our team members experience different resorts, even just within the Boyne Resorts family. That, that's that's really that's really cool. That's uh, great great culture. Com companies are made of great culture. 
Yes. Amanda, we've had a great time, but we have, of course, that one last question. Uh, I make it sound like it's a big deal every time. Uh, first of all, thank you for being a great guest. But if you were to share one training tip with our audience, what would that one tip be? That one tip, and I think I've said this a couple of times, is just making sure that we're having the conversation when we're training. It's not just this is the material and, and digest it. It's this is the material, let's talk about it, have a conversation, a dialogue, and, and adapting the, the message and, and questions to the audience. So it's just working with, working with your, your team and reading how they're perceiving it and adjusting as needed. Well, that, that's, that is absolutely a great tip. Um, you know, I'm gonna do something I don't normally do. If you're a skier, Sunday River is like this mystery thing that no one knows about. They have eight different mountain peaks. They've got great skiing, different skiing, lots of secret trails, which is kind of fun. And it's it really is like a find and it's not very crowded compared to a lot of ski areas. So if you love skiing, like I do, go to Sunday River. Um, I, I, I've never actually, you know, uh, done a quote-unquote like pitch like that in any of my podcast or the tv show but uh but i'm a very passionate sunday river person for sure and i'm really happy to have you as a guest and uh want to thank the c-suite tv and c-suite radio people and obviously thank all of our listeners everyone have a great day thank you so much evan this was great i appreciate it you're very welcome Training Unleashed is brought to you by Tortal Training, specializing in e-learning and interactive online training solutions for corporate, government, nonprofit, and franchise organizations. Tortal makes effective training easier. Just go to tortal.net to gain access to real-world tools that can make a difference. That's tortal.net, T-O-R-T-A-L, tortal.net. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.